Welcome to episode 21 of Sneaky Athletic, and the first Henny shot is down. This week, Alec is doing his punishment for incorrectly predicting the NBA playoffs. There's the Henny cork right there, as you can hear. Going for number two now. So, uh, of course, we have our regular segments this week. We're going to talk about NBA Finals, a lot to cover there. Going to talk a little bit of Stanley Cup playoffs, finals, I guess. Um, Big Poppy, shot heard around the world. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of fucked. Um, Got Bieber versus Tom Cruise, Uh, Hard Knocks, some other stuff. I got the Beebs. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Oh, you got some in-depth analysis. Yeah, I got a little bit going on. Okay, all right, all right. So, but before we get into that. You got to wait now. Here, you just gave him the signal for the ad. And people are just going to skip. So don't skip. What I'm telling you right now is we have a summer internship open. Yes. We are looking for a producer. Slash um, putting together, you know, little promos. Like we have images together. I just need somebody to go to the store and figure out, like, what kind of cardstock do we need? How many of those are going to go on a page? Yeah. I mean, we just don't have enough time. Yeah. We have money, but not time. Yeah. So if somebody wants to put together five to ten hours a week Mm -hmm. and come produce our podcast. Depending on how you do, we're looking anywhere from 12 to 15. With a short segment each week. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're going to be incorporated in. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's a a big part of it. So with that being said, um, if you're interested. Send your application uh resume i guess would be a better way to put it to our email sneakyathleticpod at gmail.com i don't think a cover letter would hurt either and if you don't include a picture of yourself i'm gonna assume that you're ugly and we don't hire ugly people yeah it's big eights and up (laughs) 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 all right okay mid-mo eights mid-mo eights yeah all right so let's kick it off with all that let's get started My soul, I gave it all. But loving you was never easy. You good over there? Yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to not be. Number two. Yep. Halfway through. Oh, those gulps. Well, you're in a rush to get that, you oh. know, refresher. And yeah. Huh. I'm really helped out here by the fact that we're almost out of Henny. Yeah, we are running low. And it's the good Henny, too. Yeah. I mean, is there bad Henny? I'm not really a Henny connoisseur, so I wouldn't know. So, I think your question is, is there good Henny? It's probably all bad Oof. to you. I mean, I don't think it's terrible. Okay. That stuff, I think, is better than the original, like, actual Hennessy. I just have a personal vendetta with it at this point. Yeah. It's not your uh, your best friend, that's for sure. It, it will be in about, you know, half an hour. Fair. The takes will start flowing. Oh, I'll be loosey-goosey. So we had somewhat of a busy weekend. Went up to Kirksville Mo. Lots of stuff happens there, if you guys don't know. Like, it might be the most bustling place on earth. It's got a lot. I mean, it's got 
two undergrad or two universities that kind of work together with a dental school and a medical school. What's how big is Kershaw? Like twenty k. Okay. Thirty k maybe with students. And also we ate at where Narachi's, which is very good. I like that's the thing is it is my original Mongolian grill. Like other people started at Hoo Hot, but with this place, the difference is Hoo Hot has a lot, a lot of options for sauce. You're getting more stuff, like more ingredients here. I'll give my, my pros and cons. Go ahead. Pros. I do think that they have a fresher, better selection of stuff than Hoo Hot. Um, when you walk in, you know it's going to be good, too, because all the shit's old and, like, the seats are tattered and, like, they haven't done any upgrades, which means... They actually bought it as a Mexican restaurant? Yeah, you can tell. <laughs> there are still, like, cowboys and desert yeah, scenes they on just, the side. Yeah, they just hung up, like, the Chinese New Year shit <laughs> and called it a Mongolian grill. The waterfall when you walk in is key yeah. to let you know what's going and, on. Like, the food is legitimately good. I was extremely hungover, so I didn't eat, like, a ton of it. Which I kind of get called out for by Matt, but that's fine. That's fine. The other thing is the ability to stack the bowl. Yeah, it's you huge. learn. You learn. It's a growing. It's a learning curve. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the same thing as like Subway or Chipotle. Any of those places. Like when yeah. people say, "Oh, I hate Subway. I hate Chipotle." You, you hate yourself. You don't know how to order. Exactly. Yeah, I agree with that one hundred percent. That's like my dad hated Chick Fil A for the longest time until I was like, "Get the spicy chicken sandwich." And try the Chick-fil-A sauce, and now he loves Chick-fil-A. Right. Like, you want to go in and, like, pick this healthy option or whatever. Like, just fucking go to your bread and butter. Yeah. Um, probably my only con is there's just a whole bunch of raw meat that's, no getting, handled, that's getting handled by non-food professionals. Whenever they have the health inspector come in, that place looks different. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's like the Charlie work episode. Oh yeah, oh yeah. god! Like one guy is freaking out. So everybody else is like, dude, it doesn't fucking matter. And one guy's like, this is my reputation. Back in high school, I know kids who would go there and eat so much that they would puke and then go and eat more. So the system that they work with is you get one bowl and you can load this thing. I mean, literally two bowls high. We saw a lady do that. As long as it stays in one stays piece, balanced, you're fine. Yeah. So it's really an art. What do they do if like the raw meat falls off and like lands on the counter? Do you just get you get booted? Have you ever seen it happen? I don't know. Yeah, I don't think you care at that point. True. Do so you hand them your food to prepare. True. I don't know. It's it's an interesting spot. I would definitely recommend it if you're in Kirksville. But don't go to Kirksville. I would definitely not recommend going to Kirksville. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, you want to get kicked off with a beef? Yeah. Let's. See. Well, we're talking food. Okay. All right. So what's for dinner? So my beef is babies at weddings. Mm. Go off. Like it. It shouldn't be. You shouldn't put that burden on the bride and groom and their families that are trying to enjoy this moment and record it for something that's supposed to be for the rest of their life with your fucking baby crying or you getting up to take it out. Like, because especially now it's 2019. Like every wedding's filmed. I didn't think about that till you just said it, honestly. And, like, whenever you look back at that film, that baby's going to be there forever. Yeah. I'll just send it to the kid when they get older. Yeah, and be, be like, like, hey. You ruined this boy. You me. owe me 10K. Oh, 100%. Like, yeah, they can fuck off. Like, just for real, get a babysitter and don't be a dickhead to the bride and groom and their families. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the thing is, is your fingers crossed that it's only going to happen once. So if someone goes all out for their wedding... 
Let them have it. It's one day. Yeah, just don't go to the wedding. Like, I understand. Unless you're literally, like, next of kin, just skip out on the wedding. Go to the reception. Give them their gift. That's really probably all they care about anyways. Like, it's their moment. A little small town sociology there for you is family and kin are not the same thing. What? Whenever someone from a small town says family, they're including people who aren't actually blood relatives. Uh, True. Okay. But whenever they say kin, you 100% are blood relatives. Yeah, that's like your next of kin. That's like who you would write down in your emergency contact. People don't say that in the city. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yep. Unless you're really old. Yeah. But who cares about your opinion then anyways? Baby boomers, get the fuck out of here. But you're not my beef this week. Oh. So, my beef's on the road, and I got two of them. First off, people who overcorrect while they're driving. Like, yesterday I was coming home. Someone was sitting at a light. You know, I gave him a little count. It might have been green. Gave him a honk. And then got a little bit of hands. But then, you know, they're like, it was like a sorry hands. Not yeah. like pissed off. Then they're just driving like five miles under the speed limit. Like, I am not your boss yeah. or your principal. Like, I'm not the cops. Right. I'm not reprimanding you. What yeah. the hell do you want? Like, please go the normal like, fucking speed out. Yeah, or pick up your fucking shit. Like, get out of the way. You've already slowed me down. Dude, that, I told you about that shit happened to me at Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Yeah, the lady was backed up and like literally two cars had already left and she could have, she was able to drive right up and get her food. She was texting. I like honked at her. I gave her a plenty of time. The window or the spot before you get your food, like I can understand before you order, but whenever you're right there waiting on the food, like yeah. that is the money shot. It's a home stretch. Get your head in the game. Yeah. Get off your fucking phone. Cause you're probably like, that's just a lot of distracted. Yeah. No, it's a lot of distracted driving. Cause I bet you're going to be reaching your hand in that fucking bag. And getting mm-hmm. some food. So, so yeah. now you're just... It's yeah. a lot of overcorrection to the point of, oh, I'm sorry I was doing something irresponsible. Let me do the irresponsible thing a little bit more responsibly, you know? Because yeah. it's like that person was obviously texting. It's like, oh, now I'm going to pay a little bit more attention, but they're still going to continue yeah. whatever they're doing. Figure oh, it out. Fuck, yeah, for real. Also figure out that no one else wants to fucking see your roadside memorials. That was... that We had a big I discussion have, about that. I got so much beef with this. And it's not that you need to, by any means, you know, ostracize a person of your family. But I guarantee you, they got a grave somewhere. Yeah. And I'm all about going to the grave, you know, putting flowers on it. Like, my dad did that a lot with me whenever I was growing up. And, like, that is a good sentiment. But no one needs to see where that soul left the body on the side of the road. Another thing with the roadside memorials is... 85 to 90% of the time, they're not well-maintained. No. Because you you're, know why? you're not going to stop on the side of the interstate and set flowers out and replace the wooden cross that looks Probably like Probably scared shit. to die in there. Yeah, and if it falls over, and then like also the people who have to mow around it, like that's fucked. I didn't think about that, yeah. I bet they're a pain in their asses, too. Yeah, the MoDOT people have to be like, Jesus. If you're a MoDOT mower, please email us. Yeah. We need you on. For real. So you got a lifestyle? I really just like I just wrote this down because I forgot and then my ADD kicked in. So couldn't tell. (laughs) My lifestyle tip is in consideration while you're going through a hard time. So I am one personally who knows what feeling depressed is like and like the absolute lack of wanting to do anything and also how that kind of affects the others around you. And don't get me wrong, like, I have been in great situations where people have understood or, you know, I've had some help around me where those people can be like, all right, I'm going to try to help you in your time of need. I understand you're not as communicative about it, but we really, 
you know, are here for you. Yeah. And the people who are letting you do that, they're going to allow you to slide a little bit on being inconsiderate every once in a while just because, hey, it might happen. And yeah, you're not going to be super communicative about it. Yeah. Like you're going through a hard time or this wouldn't happen in the first place. But don't overstep that boundary. Whenever you just start putting all care out the window of I'm just going to do whatever I want and not worry about, you know, the people around me and how my actions, you know, affect them. And I'm not saying you have to think about it every time beforehand. Like that's insane. I couldn't do that. No, but I also to touch on that, like I think a lot of that just comes with growing up like mm-hmm. with maturity. Cause I think, you know, when you're a little younger, like you don't really give a shit about how shit like affects your parents. Right. Even though they've done so much or like you probably care about your friends and, but you might put them off depending, you know, like you were saying, but like there, there's certain people that they don't de- deserve that at all. Right. And they're still going to let you do it cause they understand mm-hmm. a little bit, but and they yeah. care about you. And yeah, at least say something afterwards. You know, recognize, hey, I I know that this isn't the behavior that I want to be to be my best yeah. self. But, so mine are – I have two, and they're a little less serious. Go ahead. I got, yeah, the other thing, whenever you're talking about friends, I mean, whenever you get older – or not friends, I'm sorry, parents. Whenever you get older, that turns into your roommates. That turns into your friends because yeah. those are the people around. That turns into your significant other. So definitely your significant other. You're going to have those same habits that you had with your parents, with those people. Yeah, Break the routine. And, you know, good for you if you find people who care about you that much. I agree. So, yeah, like I said, mine are a little less serious. So my first one I is on it. my first one is one. never be too proud to sit down. Whoa. What? So this happens a lot at work. So we go into the operating room and we only have a certain number of chairs and there's typically more people than chairs and like we'll always offer it to someone what kind of music do you play uh we play one of the state uh, fuck local stations i can't remember which one so whenever they go to station identification is that whenever you have to sit down no oh, okay no so um but a lot of times we'll offer them a chair and they're like no i'm good i'm like this is a two-hour surgery like what the fuck are you doing this happens at bars all the time you know you know, you have a seat and somebody else will come up and be like, be like, oh, like, here, have my seat, have my seat. Just sit down. Like, I, I think it's it's a pride thing that you're trying to be, like, too moral. Like, just fucking sit well, down. Well, what gender does that? Males. And it's just a masculinity thing at the yeah, end of the day. It's like, and it's like if it's not girly are, to sit down. If you're so concerned about your masculinity being hindered by you sitting down, yeah. you didn't have a whole lot there anyways, buddy. My favorite thing is I'll offer one of the students a chair and they'll be like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm like, fuck you. I'll sit down there. <laughs> like, all right. Rookie um, mistake. My other one is never be in a rush unless you absolutely have to because it looks uncool. Oh. <laughs> so I, I, I right. lived and died by this when, like, in college, like going You're to class. You're big about the perception of being cool as a cucumber. Yeah, I think that's... And you let it off. Don't get me wrong. You do it well. Like, I think... Well, I tried hard for a long time. There was, <laughs> was a lot a of practice, things. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, think about this. When you're walking to class and you're just, like, strolling, checking your phone, listening to music, like, maybe talking to a friend, and you see somebody, like, speed walk past you or, like, light jog, you're like, what a fucking nerd. Here's the thing is, I think that it really depends on what kind of person you are and if you want attention or not. Because the kind of attention you get walking at a normal pace... Is good attention. Yeah. The kind of attention you get whenever you're, you know, sprinting by somebody is what the fuck's going on in their life. 
Yeah, like well, most of the time you look and it's like it's five minutes till classes start. Like what do you, what do you even have going on? But that that's a very specific example. But like there's it's also a, pretty early in the morning. You know, usually true. I don't have a whole lot going on. I don't, there's just a lot of things like. If you're in the grocery store and you're like moving around real quick, I'm like, what the fuck is this guy doing? I'm like, just chill out. You're at the grocery store. Like, I understand if you can be in a rush. I don't think this definitely doesn't apply when you're in your vehicle. Like, you can be in a rush. I don't give a fuck. Huh. I don't know. I kind of have that, I don't, you know, ADD where it's yeah, like, it's hard to stay in different. one spot, but I still think it's important, you know, to at least keep it in a little bit. Don't act crazy. Don't look crazy. Okay. All right, I can see that. So we want to go through a couple segments. I like that. I like it. Um, I like rolling what through do you, it. I do too. Uh, you have a what the feed? I got everything, boy. Okay, I do too. Let's roll it up. So my what the feed is this wolf eel. And I know that this is typically people. You've piqued my interest already. So I actually, you know what video I'm talking about. I showed you the other oh, day. Oh, yeah. You just don't okay. know what it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. So I forgot what it was called. took this wolf eel, which I don't know what it is, but let me tell you people I'm not scared of anything more than the ocean. It's terrifying. It's one of the most terrifying. I mean, it is the most terrifying thing. I would rather be a lot. Like, if I'm out in space on a spacecraft, I am less terrified than if I am down deep in the middle of the ocean. I just. Well, because I think if you're lost in space, you're like, all right, I'm dead. You just kind of give it up. If you're in the ocean, you're like, I got a chance. But then there's always this unknown of something else that can get you. I'm not worried about the chance. I'm worried about whatever it's about to get me. Yeah. Like those but, things just look freaky. So this that eel, its head is the size of like a golden retriever's at least. Yeah, maybe bigger. Yeah, it's like not a, as it's long. It's like a it's a Rottweiler head or yes, like an English yeah, bulldog yeah, head. Yeah, something. Yeah, 100%. yeah, percent. Yeah. And so they, I don't know if they caught it or whatever, but they chopped it right at the end of the head. Yeah. So it's just this head. It's been sitting there. It's on the counter for an hour or two and they put a like literally a coke can in this a 12 ounce coke can yeah eel's mouth it's, it looks like a fish whatever puts it in there and it just crushes down on it like it is Destroys the most it. insane thing there's just you know foam coming all over this it's not even a live fish anymore but like yeah. they are poisonous it's and terrifying wall debt can kill you that yeah, I don't want anything to fucking do with that. If ever. the Grim Reaper's an eel, I'm so scared of death. Yeah, you should be, as you fucking should be. I, are you a person who's just scared of death in the interim? No. Yeah, I, I think it's pointless. I, I don't. I live my life like I don't. I try not to have any regrets, so that, that yeah. way I'm not afraid. Like I, if I if I want something, I just go get it or I buy it. Like if there's a concert, I'll just fucking buy the tickets. If there's a trip to go with my friends, I do that. Like big millennial thing. Yeah, yeah. I try not to have hold anything back. Like oh, I need this savings account for no fuck that. Why don't I just live right now and then whenever I die, it's like I die. Unless the adults that we know, you know, are struggling with their savings accounts. So. Exactly. Yeah. So my what the feed is um, Marcia crosses anal cancer is likely linked to her husband's throat cancer. And his HPV. Uh, yeah. Uh, what the feed? Wow. Yeah. Like I read that it was a. I'm gonna do this shot. In just I think a CNN actually. is a CNN article. Uh, I'll pull it up real quick and just just to refresh my memory. But it um, it was a New York Post article. Obviously, it was a Post article. Fake news. Um. But it, I mean, it's just something that's terrifying. And how I saw it, obviously, was somebody retweeted it and was like, 
you keep liking my tweets and we get end up like this. Like <laughs> that shit made me laugh. But yeah, he. Uh, Do you see those big fucking idiots who their initials were A N and A L, and they went and made their name in rice at a hibachi grill? So it's A N heart A L. Do the math. Yeah, put two and two together. But that's um, something I wasn't expecting to read across my timeline that really caught my eye. <sighs> you gonna be okay over there? Yeah, I'm just trying to decide because, like, I don't know if this will fit. This is, you've done three and your four. You just poured your fourth, and that one's the biggest, probably. I was just trying to like. I didn't know. You want me to finish it off? How much? Is, I think that's right and proper, good sir. Oh, welcome to my world. Yeah, not fun. That's for sure. What were you saying? <laughs> this lady's <laughs> anal cancer is linked to her husband's throat cancer that was caused by HPV. I just explain, please, more. I don't like he had HPV, and I guess he was fucking eating her out. Like he was diagnosed in '09, and then she was um, HPV is a form of cancer. Yeah, human papilloma. Human. I know what it cancer. stands for, which is ironic that I didn't know it was cancer. It's the most common sexually transmitted infection. Well, it can cause cancer. Oh, it just increases the risk. Yeah. Yeah, because doctors are always like, get your HPV shot. Yeah, it can cause cancer. It's linked to cancer in throats and anuses. And his throat. <laughs> I respect it. I respect the yeah. hustle. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you ever Google this? Let's get to that. Man, I, of course. Do you have fake takes? And just I have three fake takes. Mm, killed it. All right. I'm yeah. so hyped now. Okay, so my Google this is... Go ahead and... Oh, I forgot. Two the henny shots. An echo chamber? No. Anechoic chamber. Anechoic chamber. Anechoic chamber. So the world's quietest place will drive you crazy in forty five minutes. And it's an anechoic chamber. This is like Castle Rock. Exactly like Castle Rock. Oh my exactly. god. If you guys haven't watched Castle Rock. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You That's should. the next one. Okay. You know what? Because my uh my Next segment wasn't that great, but you know what? I'm going to Castle okay. Rock. Oh my but god, I me, forgot about Tell that. me about this anechoic yeah. chamber. So it is anechoic stands for without echo. So the reverb sounds in there literally register as negative decibels. So if you're in there for absorbs all sound. Right. Ten minutes or longer, you're hearing your heartbeat. You are hearing Jesus. the blood throw through your veins. You are hearing Well, and as breathing. your anxiety picks up. Your oh, heart rate's going to pick up. Your blood pressure's going to go up. You're likely to have a psychotic break at like an hour and a half. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, I watched, uh, I told you about Mr. Beast on YouTube. He does like, he gives away tons of money and shit. Oh, yes. So it, lately he's just been doing all challenges. So You shouldn't it, have started with the name. I just know well, what they do. That's He has like 20 million YouTube subscribers. But anyways, he just did a who can last the longest in virtual reality challenge. It was something. The, these two guys lasted 18 hours. Huh. It was insane. They took their like they took the VR headsets off and they like couldn't open their eyes. What do you mean? Like it was just like, closed? Well, because you're you're so used to the screen, uh, yeah. Your right? eyes closed. get so used to the screen, and then they had like recording lights on them. So uh, they take it off, and it's really bright lights mm-hmm. right in your eyes. Like they were like, confused, couldn't do it. Yeah. Did they poop and pee, or what? That was part of it. You couldn't. They do that. they had they like would go to the bathroom and stay in VR. Yeah, that's how I'm thinking. You do it because like. I just imagine. I think they, pro- they probably didn't poop, but they, I would assume they peed and just missed the toilet. 
How many times have you gone over 24 hours without pooing? Without being like... Quite a few. Really? Yeah. When I was younger, I used to be really bad. Like, whenever I would go to a new spot, like, yeah, I'm on not, vacation, it would take me a while to adjust. I don't like pissing it. Or, shit. <laughs> you know, like, Jesus, reel it in. Um, So, I don't like pooping in, like, public places. Don't get me I wrong. But if it's, like, a hotel or, like, a condo that I'm renting out for the weekend, like, I don't really mind that. But. I don't now, but... Definitely until I was like at least 16, I, my body just, I just wouldn't do it. Yeah. No, I mean, and it, that's the thing is like, whenever that shit happens, it's like literally not that hard because of there's so many other things that are going on that typically affect it. Yeah. How do you wipe? Front to back? What do you mean? Right-handed? I like up, down. And this is a preposterous question. I thought there was only one way. Dude, you don't know? There's a side to side. No, I mean, I, of course it's fucking like front to back, unless you're an idiot, which given there are, I'm t- saying anybody you, out there who has full squat, are you full stand? Oh, I'm sitting down. Yeah, that's lean weird over to, to the left because I'm right-handed. Right, of course. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's a natural. You ever tried to wipe your eyes left-handed? Yes. Very, very difficult. I had to do it after I went bowling, and all the muscles cramped up in my <laughs> forearm, and so it's like. Dude, yeah. the the people who I've known, my friends who've like broken their dominant hand and had to wipe with their off hand, they're like, it breaks you the first time. <laughs> like you're mentally broken because you just can't get your ass wiped, and you're you're just sitting there like, am I ever gonna be clean again? And you just can't control it. It's just a struggle. At that point, it probably feels like you're just wiping off a poop marker because you can't yeah. get any real grip to it. It's just a fucking same thing over and over again. I gotta start practicing. Yeah, <laughs> just, in just in case that case. happens. <laughs> just in case, at least do the same motion. You don't actually have to wipe, but like, get the muscle memory I down. Don't, dude, Ugh. it's hard. Yeah, it's really something you got to commit to. I'm not like a. I don't think the left hand's a stranger either. I'm not mm-hmm. on that board. Me either. Here's me the thing: either. it's just me. Stick to what you know. Really bad at it. Yeah, <laughs> stick to what you know. Uh, so my Google this is about the richest town per capita in the U.S. Oh, my God. This is super interesting. It's crazy. Yeah, down in Florida. I yeah, saw that the so other day. So during the Great Depression, a banker in Quincy, Florida, convinced struggling families to buy Coca-Cola shares, which at the time traded for $19 a pop. Uh, later, through this banker's like convincing, and he got enough families to do it, they be- the town became the single richest town per capita in the U.S., with 67 millionaires, the town only has 7,000 people. Yeah. And, that, like, evidently if you go through the town now, there's so much old Coke memorabilia. <laughs> like, because they, they... They're probably just shipping it there by the car. Yeah, at one point in time, they probably were close to majority shareholders. Wow. Why didn't they just move the factory there? I yeah, guess if you live in a town in of 7,000... Yeah, you, they probably put it... Like, uh, you know, dispensary or something there, bottling factory. I'm all about dispensaries. Yeah, but for Coca-Cola. Um, but I thought that was crazy. Hey, whatever drug of your choice. Yeah. I mean, caffeine, it's a drug. It's real. That's true. Hand up. I'm definitely addicted to that. Yeah. Yeah. Hand up. Fuck out of yeah. here. Don't call me out. Hey, <laughs> you got to deal with it. You made your bed. Yeah, I deal with plenty. Of that. that The nicotine got me, you know. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that one was going to get me. But that one snuck up on me. Here's the thing: is there's a few things like a fucking smoke break. I'm gonna be honest. 
Interesting. I'm just jealous of the people who get to take smoke breaks. That's what I'm saying. Think about the ability to have five to seven absolute solemn minutes of a break in the middle of your day. To yourself. Oh, yeah. Nobody. And it, get a little buzz going on. You're feeling good yeah. walking in. Oh, and it's something, it's something you look forward to. Like, you know, it's a, a break that you, like gets you through your... Oh, uh, yeah. I look forward you know, to the break, but I only have the break because my brain starts hurting. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, you know, you're like, okay, I got two hours. That means, like, six shifts of 20 minutes, and then I get my Don't break. Don't you always do that math oh, yeah. in your head? You're just like, oh, blah, blah, blah. I always split it into four and four, and I yeah, yeah. try to complete the first four, and then I do something. Hand movements I'm are getting drunk. out there. Yeah. yeah. So, with that, um, let's talk NBA Finals. Bro, do you not have your IMDb? A SAP? MDB? Oh, yeah. Let's get SAP MDB. So let's start off with Castle Rock because that was killer. It's a Stephen King novel, and like a lot of things he does, they turn out well in the movie still. Yeah. And it's on Hulu. It was super well done. I loved that series. It was super intriguing. I mean, it. it I was definitely reeled in. Is there going to be another season? Of I that? think there's another season. Awesome. And I really, you know, want to encourage you to stick past the first episode. Like, there's things I'll tell you to watch, like my next one, which is like, you can just watch one of them and it's fine. Like, this is a series investment. What's your next one? Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis. So it's only on YouTube, but he has some really interesting guests and they kind of just rib each other the whole time. Yeah. Love it's, it. it's funny. Um, so a new one that's obviously really popular, but just to remind the people that it's out there, Black Mirror. Have you watched Big Little Lies? No, I haven't. I need to sit down we'll report back. Okay. Um, Black Mirror, you haven't watched the newest Here's season. The I have. It's three episodes. The I think the first two are good, and the last one's all right. I can't watch Black Mirror without a palate cleanser. Like, I yeah. literally have to watch, like, The Office or Parks I think if you, go, yeah, if you go directly asleep after watching Black Mirror, not good. After I watched the Black Museum episode, the next morning, whenever I showered, I was washing my hair, and I literally closed my eyes in that moment and heard... Monkey loves you. Yeah. I was done. I'm fucking... Mm, yeah. Nope. Good vibes only. Good vibes only. You have anything else on the on the movies or shows? Mm-mm. That's all the segments. Okay. So, we want to talk finals? Yeah, but if you want to hear a segment, let us know. Email us. For real. I, we or DM us. We really are trying to get some more interaction. Yeah, I we want need to, to do know, that Q&A. Mostly because we can't change unless we know what to change. Because I'm just guessing over here, and that's what I do most of my life. Well, eventually you get good at it. I'm not bad right now. Yeah. So, the big news. Kyrie's in a cult. Yeah, it's wild. KD being injured is the big news. Uh, Speak for yourself. Okay. I mean, he just got himself out on a Supermax contract, so. I really think it's important that we look at his character from it, because that man... Okay, here's it the thing. He has a little a bit of, guy. yeah, he ha- like KD being KD has security. It took the snake out of him. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because he was KD the snake, and this move made him a relatable player. Old Santa Island came through that hole, bro. Yeah, uh-huh. for real. Like he, he, he showed that. Hold on, I'm getting a phone call. Yeah, Chandler, how am I hearing that? Because it, it goes through my computer. Who's that? I don't know who just called me. 
How do you not know you're looking at your phone? Oh, it was it was somebody trying to FaceTime me. Um, yeah, girl. No, it was Pyatt. Oh. But I'll call him back later. Bro, you should have answered it. No, I could. Well, the the people wouldn't have been able to hear. Oh yeah, that's, that's yeah. Because I don't I don't have that set up yet. Um, but I think it made him like um, Wob was saying about this that worldwide Wob on Twitter W O B. Uh, give him a little follow. Yeah, a must follow for NBA people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's just saying that it it made him so much of a relatable person, and it showed that deep down he cares. He cares about basketball, and he, he cares about being liked. Yeah, but he, I, mean, I think he does care about Is this Warriors Scorpio? team. I have no clue. Probably. Yeah. But he's, I, I bet he'll pick up his player option um, with the go- with Golden State now, though. Ooh, I completely disagree. He's so not- you gave me two real good segues there. Do you want the trade talk first? Or, honestly, I forgot the other one, so we're going trade talk. So, the thing is, is Brooklyn has made a couple of moves here to really free up some cap space. And I've been looking online. I've been looking at You think at they're going to offer him the, the Supermax, even with the ruptured Achilles? Yeah. Okay. It's Kevin Durant. I understand. Name me five basketball players better than Kevin Durant. LeBron James, LeBron James, LeBron James. Steph, AD. His last two are reaches. Yeah. All right. So my point is proven, and you know I understand. I'm just he's saying getting it. the supermax, bro. Okay. If you're so confident, um, the Raptors. How the fuck did they blow that lead at the end of that game? They didn't blow the lead. They just barely got it. He's, but still, you're home, and you have the full like momentum. I guess it's just it had to just be Steph being Steph, going lights out for that one three, and then Clay I really making think some clutch that shots. Kevin was the difference. Oh, he well after he got injured, their lead grew. Okay, that doesn't necessarily mean though that it completely. Well, but they took the adrenaline and the emotion and channeled it because okay, they're all right. That's fine. Yeah, because I just they're a like... good team and they know you know they know how to do that. Yeah, Kevin coming out just kind of shot him in the leg. But he also did score quite a few points and was really good oh, shooting percentage. I mean, he like got three or four buckets in that yeah. you know small amount of time. Absolutely. Um, what zodiac sign do you think Kevin Durant is? Is he a Leo? Nope. What is he? That's a terrible guess. Honestly, I don't know. I just that was you were saying it weird. So. He's you. He's a Libra. He cares what people think about him. Yeah, ain't that true? So, um, after that... No, that's wild. What What is your take on the fans cheering when he went down? Do you want my ADD thing that just popped up? Or? Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> it's wild that... Uh, you know what? I lost it. Asking you the so question. So, what do you think that... What do you think about the Toronto fans cheering when he went down? <sighs> Let me have it. I don't care. I see. I don't either. I don't fucking um, care. I I do think it like yeah, it's kind of classless, but like they've never won a championship. Mm-hmm. They think that they have. They're like they think they have it. This guy comes back. He's basically, in most people's opinion, the one thing that could have flipped that series around. And so I think it was just a quick raw motion. Like 
obviously you're going to be happy. People expect fans in the moment to be completely unbiased. And they and think they want players to do I don't know. The fucking social justice warriors, I don't understand why they're, like, yeah, it was not okay. But, like, nobody can control 20,000 fans. And, like, in the second the players. There was a Warriors owner who pushed a Raptor player yeah, last game. Yeah. In the second that the players, like Kyle Lowry and uh, Serge Ibaka, were, like, were, like, quiet down. Like, they did. And then they, like, clapped when he got off the court, like, under his own power. ABC missed that bleep a little bit when Katie just screamed fuck. Oh, no, it was bullshit. Are you sure? 100%, because they got all of the bull and none of the shit. Yeah, okay, they were just a little slow, for sure. Um, I, I know something. What's your prediction for next game? <sighs> Can we wait a little bit? Because I got a little fake take that I might uh, throw into this. Okay. Throw a little wrench in there. Okay. So... Being a, a Bruins fan, you you think that they are got you really this? gonna skip over and hit that quick? I got so There's, much. Okay, stuff. let's go. Let's go. Let's hear about it. All right. Okay. First and foremost, can we talk about the McDonald's promo? The like international one. Yeah, I'm gonna start chronologically. How is that involved in the NBA? The not the international one. I whenever you meant international, I thought you meant Canada. Jesus. <laughs> okay, I know which one you're talking about now. Go ahead with it. So before the season started, before the Raptors got Kawhi Leonard Danny and Danny Green, and Danny Green <laughs> Fred Van Vliet they was promised six threes a game. They promised to give away free French fries in the Toronto area every time the Raptors made twelve or more threes. Their estimate that they would give away seven hundred thousand free French fries. Because everyone knows DeMar DeRozan, three point Yeah, he's a maniac. He's a killer. <laughs> Um, well, to, um, their, uh, literally they, happened 10 days after to they their surprise, <laughs> they signed Kawhi Leonard and Danny Green and they ended up giving over, giving away over 2 million free yeah. French fries, costing them north of, I think $5 million, it's like 5.3 or well, 5.8. We, we ride together. $5 million <laughs> I know. Awesome. on a stupid, pro- that person has to be fired, right? Oh, they are fired. And the follow up is. Good for Canada. Well, yeah, like the Toronto people are. McDonald's. Yeah, the Toronto people are eating good. Yeah, a hundred percent. Everybody wins there. They're. Would some say they're loving it? They are. Okay, a hundred percent. That was a slick little one, but I also want to talk about Kawhi being such a family man. Like he just comes home from a hard day work, you know, and sees his wife and his kid and she has dinner ready and he goes, how are you, honey? And gives her a kiss on the cheek, puts his coat on the rack, sits down. You know, they talk about their day. She has only done laundry and cleaned up the house. I just imagine he's in the 1950s. This isn't trying to be sexist. (laughs) Yeah, I and like I can't I didn't see who actually said it. I don't remember, but that like Kawhi's family doesn't actually know what he does. (laughs) <laughs> he just leaves he just leaves at eight AM for his day job and Here's then the comes thing. back at night and they're like, How was your day? And he's like, Good. She's a volleyball player. They met at San Diego State University and they have a child. So the thing of he just doesn't care about the NBA is probably a hundred percent true because actually I He just, just cares about Wingstop. And that is literally it. You know that's one of like the few people he follows. Six people. He follows six things. What are they? Do you know all of them off the top of your um, head? Um his own brand. Probably a good move. Wingstop. Um, I don't remember. He hasn't tweeted since like 2015. 
And it was a picture of like him and Obama. Bro, he's in love. Kawhi Leonard is in love. This is a fresh take right here. I just came up with it. Kawhi Leonard does not care about your opinion because that man is in love. Head over heels, just smitten with his wife. Really? Here's the thing. It's not a basketball player wife. What do you mean by that? I just think that basketball players, in their stereotypical sense, don't chase after women like her. And Interesting. So he does not fit the normal mold. He, of... he doesn't fit the normal mold by exactly anything. That's what I'm saying. Um, but you want to know the the six things he follows? Yes. Jamal Crawford, Impact Sports, the Spurs. Jamal Crawford, like the guy who used to play on the Clippers. Yeah. The Spurs. Fucking respect. Wingstop San Antonio. Not not the nationwide Wingstop Twitter. Wingstop San Antonio. Um, H-E-B, which is a, a Texas grocery store. Oh, and Jordan. If you haven't seen Kawhi Leonard do commercials for grocery stores, just put that into your YouTube search. That would be the worst. He, um... Yeah, he has four tweets. It's literally nothing. One of them is his custom swag board. The KL2 edition. And that was reading Kawhi's Twitter. So the other things I want to talk about is Draymond definitely blocked Kyle Lowry. You got a finger on it? I haven't rewatched it. No, there's a picture where, I mean, he has a couple of fingers on that mug. Okay. Here's the thing. Kyle Lowry has 72% of the ass of all Kyle's. Everywhere of all time, cut him some slack. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, that man has a caboose and a half. He has the caboose and the rest of the fucking train. Yeah, he has the he has the engine. He has the caboose and all the coal. Yeah. So he, I, I really went off on Twitter on somebody the other day about it. He is the one Kyle that deserves your respect. For sure. So, is that wrap your NBA stuff? No. Boogie Cousins single-handedly went and just killed all NBA being rigged rumors because that was the chance for the NBA to really sway it. Yeah, with his yeah, and then back-to-back the, goal tens. Yeah. Raptors came back, and so it's like, ah. And Brooklyn has made some moves. We talked about that a little bit earlier. I just want to reiterate that that might be Kyrie. Um, Tony Parker's retiring. Idiot idea to go and play for your fucking idol right after you retire because then you re- get there and realize that, oh, hey, Michael Jordan is an asshole. Yeah. He's just a um, just a gambler. Can we talk about this cult? He's rich. What do you want to talk about? This cult. Okay, go ahead. This cult that Kyrie is in. So he went and made this Instagram post and talked about Age of No More Secrets. In this Instagram post. Okay. That we need to illuminate the world. Age of No More Secrets is a line written in a book by a very famous woman in her circle, Patricia Corey. She's a prominent figure in the, I'm going to butcher this name probably, but Siren Starseed Movement. It's a new age cult that preaches the following. That a small group of humans are ancient aliens from the Cirrus star system who predate modern humanity Jesus and Mother Mary are some examples, and their purpose is to spread love and brotherhood, eventually transcending humanity 
and returning to the stars. Just a little follow-up. Kyrie has been... Been a member for how long? I don't know. I, I don't think that's out, but I also think that their membership is sort of secret. But he has multiple things referencing this cult. Interesting. I mean, the dude is just weird. Yeah. Yeah. I just needed to talk about it because it's important to my yeah. fake take. We can go on to whatever. Okay. So the cup. I got it right Stanley here. cup. Cool. I'm doing it. Yeah. Okay. Finish up your. All right. And there goes number four. Huh. You just going to watch me or are you going to talk? Yeah, I just wanted to watch you. Um, so Stanley Cup, I think it's 50-50. I'm, I'm I, obviously biased. Yeah, so. I know you want the, the Bruins to win. I'm just tired of Boston winning everything. So um, it's not that I'm really that big of a fan of the Blues. Honestly, with like, I just want it to be a good game because this last game sucked. Here's the thing. The Blues are tired. And Boston's not? Boston just swept. They Boston has had less games than the Blues in the last two series. One of them by three games. It's. I mean, it's still the end of the season. Like your body's worn down. Right. It's hockey, and some of them are more worn down than others. Here's the thing: is you can't really explain the way that the Blues have been playing game to game. Yeah, but they just had a terrible game, and it seems like every time they have a terrible game, then they follow it up with a great game. Not that that's like a I don't real, disagree. Not like that's like a reliable source, or there's any you know statistical backing to that. Um, really, I just want to fucking watch some good hockey. Jordan Bennington. Jordan Bennington is that his first name? I'm not sure. I just know it's Bennington. Whatever. Uh, he really is just one way or another. He is just the god. Or yeah, he's either a brick wall a or a fucking piece of Swiss cheese. Like, pick it up. That was a great analogy. Thank you. Yeah, but. On the other hand, Tuka's doing just out of his mind. I have never seen a goalie on play as well as Tuka Rask is playing right now. Playing on his fucking head, man. He he is unstoppable. Fun um, fact. And the, the, and the Bruins finally took advantage of some much-needed um, power plays that they hadn't been. They were like 0 for 9. Are or you 0 for 5. Me? What? Before last game, they were 0 for 5 in their last power play, last five power plays. How many of those power plays were in the last game? What, what do you mean? I'm the, saying they the took Bruins advantage have of the, had one of the best uh, power play percentages ever in this Stanley Cup. I understand, Cup. but the last five they didn't score in. Three of those were in the last game, and then they had one. And no, game. this was before that game. That's what I'm saying. Before that game, they had three. And they had one in that game. Yeah. So okay. So what I'm saying more. is like it, they had like they a went 60, one game. Or they, they had like a sixty. Set, they have like a sixty percentage, like score percentage or whatever for right, power plays. Eighty three. Okay. And then so you're supposed to be four for five, and you go zero for five. Like there's not a ton of power plays, so obviously your sample size can't be that big. So going zero for five is significant. Not if it's you all can't in one say, game. You can't say that's insignificant. If sixty percent of it is in one. How many power plays are there in the playoffs? Stipulation. Oh my god, a hundred. At so, least. so you're going five percent of that, like a five percent sample size, is significant. I don't think it's enough to record the data. That's a significant amount. Let's call a statistics professor. I okay. Uh, we'll right. check the p values. Interesting. Yeah, little statistics on your fucking head. Maybe if I go and get a statistics professor, I will win one of these bets. Maybe they probably uh, help your gambling out a little bit. But yeah, I mean the. I just want the Blues to make it competitive. I don't care if they win or not. 
preferably, I'd like a little shootout if I got to pick my fucking way. Uh, extra hockey either way would be exciting. I mean, I don't necessarily want to see it, but that would be, yeah, cool. Yeah. Um. So speaking of shots, Big Poppy took one in the back. Blah. Blah, blah. And uh, did you I watch this? I thought he this? took it in the front. No, it was in the back. Okay. Did you watch the security footage? No. So he's just like on. So at first they were reporting that he was robbed. And this yeah, was they like thought a, it was a potential robbery. I saw that. The security footage, he's just, just literally again. sitting on a patio, and this guy walks up, shoots, runs off. Yeah, that's a hit. Yeah. That is a hit. And it's like, I know, you know, David Ortiz is this big, lovable guy, not having security. And I think he was down in the Dominican, Dominican even doing, like, some type of charity work. Maybe not. I, I thought Probably I thought just so. Going though. home to live. Yeah, or, you know he's big enough that everywhere he goes, he at least draws a crowd. So it's gonna you know make that restaurant, make that you know bar, whatever, draw some more money. But the word was he's been having sex with a a drug kingpin's wife, and I don't know if that's just rumor mill. He loves it when they call him Big Papa. Well, Big Papi. But I understand the song reference. I just thought it was super interesting and. Another thing is when a celebrity gets in any kind of like gets injured, passes away, anything like that, people love taking full advantage of posting a picture they have with them and trying to make it about them. Hmm. So I don't have any pictures a bunch of, of celebrities. So. I don't either, but I would. I will say that my very first, go ahead, actually. No, I'm go sorry. Ahead. <laughs> my very first Red Sox game ever was right after. It was, I'm I'm telling you, it was the first game the Big Poppy took off after he had, like, come back and, like, had to walk off, like, there was some reason that he was out. I don't know if it was during the playoffs or regular season, whatever. It was a big thing. It was right after, I mean, like, within three years of whenever the Red Sox came back real late and, like, ended up winning a playoff game. So, everybody's in Fenway. I'm telling you, nobody left a fucking seat. And Big Poppy comes out. He was not playing that day, the whole crowd starts chanting his name at the beginning of the season. He sixth. is beloved in Boston. Oh, my God. And it kept going. It kept going. Yeah. They would still chant it until, like, the seventh. And they finally put him out there. And everybody just went nuts. Yeah. He got up to the plate, swung out a couple. Everybody was on their edge of their seat. Nothing happened, but, yeah. It was Interesting. Great, great story. <laughs> um, so, so talking about great stories... Justin Bieber. Tyreek Hill? No. Fuck uh, him. There's not really a story. It's nothing there. Is there nothing there? Where there's smoke, there's fire. I understand, but like, there's literally nothing. Like, he didn't, I didn't have any charges yet. There, and the NFL hasn't really made any punishments yet, so I don't really think there's a story yet. We shouldn't use the NFL as a definition of the legal system. Well, the legal system is not going forward with any charges, so. And I don't think we should use the legal system as a definition of what's moral. Okay. Well, I mean, we could do three hours on that, but I got a Prezi right now. If you want to go, I just, can you just listen for three fucking seconds? <laughs> He's not getting any charges. They can't get any evidence against him. So I'm just going to wait and see what the NFL what or the chiefs me the do. other day about people not saying anything. They, the DA keeps getting anonymous sources telling him stuff. And then he's like, please come forward and testify. And nobody will. But like a lot of the chiefs reporters, which I don't know if they're biased or not, are basically saying <laughs> that, 
Well, like it's. I mean, it's hard to tell. Somebody could be a you know a true. Yeah, there are some boner reporters. Yeah, like that's there fair. there are guys who are like legitimate reporters who aren't weren't loyal to Kansas City before they got there, and now they're just reporters. Um, but there are diehards, and some of the guys are saying that it's a frame job by his former wife and her father, stuff like that. I don't know. It's hard. To, it's hard to tell. I'm just interesting. I would just prefer him to. I thought whenever you rig a fight, it's not called a frame job. Well, the, see, it wasn't a fight that was rigged. It was legal charges that were rigged. Mm. You don't think they set that up between him and his son? Yeah, no. Ah, oh, damn. Yeah, son's like four. My money's on him. Um, but speaking of fights, Bieber challenged Tom Cruise to a fight. Um, so I'll, let me just give you the lineup, mm-hmm. what we're looking at. So Justin Bieber, 25 years old. Doesn't he have like twenty inches of reach? Not not that much. So he's I believe he is five eleven with like an estimated reach of like sixty nine to seventy inches. His reach is a little bit longer than a person of his height, is what I read. It's like four okay. three to five. Yeah. So and then Tom Cruise fifty six, I think Five seven, and that a reach of like sixty six inches or something like that. Here's the thing: is you break it down to whenever it's an old guy versus a young guy, can the old guy take the hits? The thing is, Tom Cruise is not just some like fucking chum. Yeah, you're right. He's transcended to an alien being. Like he works out and he's in movies where I have to take his shirt off and shit. Like he's he does his own stunts. Like it's not like he's just like. He it won't happen. Out. It's a big hit for Scientology. Oh, obviously, it was not going to happen. It was some kind of publicity move because McGregor jumped in on it real quick. I don't think and it was a publicity move in the sense of they were really trying to make it happen. If why, it why did Justin Bieber challenge him? Well, Justin wants to. Justin's an idiot. He's that uh, what douchey reason? little white boy because he could probably beat his ass. But like, what? So what? He's just sitting there and he's just like, "This seems like a good idea." Tom Cruise is a it's name for the. That it's all it's for the clicks. It's just for the clicks. Yeah, I can't disagree. Yeah, okay, it's just a headline grab. Um, so because I love football so much, you know, I pay attention to all these football shows. Chiefs have one going on right now. Well, Hard Knocks just announced that the Oakland Raiders will be the team that they cover this season. I can't wait to get a look inside Gruden's head. Uh, It's going to be awesome. The quotes. That's not even going to be enough. The quotes that are going to come out of there. Plus, guess guess who else we get. A.B. I'm not really concerned about that. I'm going to be real honest. Here's the thing. But we get his drama recorded. It's true. I'm really interested in the way that people dissect information for whatever reason. And Gruden doesn't do it like a normal person. No. His brain is not wired right. And I cannot wait to figure out what the hell's going on there. I just... Hey, man. I just you're gonna hear that like a I'm not gonna times. figure it out by the end of the season. No, <laughs> I'm gonna be no. more intrigued. I want to see how he like handles uh, Derek Carr on like a day to day basis, and like yeah, hopefully we get some like good like like I fuck with Derek Carr. I'm gonna be honest. Right. I get that he's a Raiders guy, whatever. Yeah, but... I just don't really I don't have any appeal to him. You know, besides that. He is one of the very like him and Baker are one of the very few white quarterbacks who don't seem to ostracize everyone who isn't white. Interesting. 
I mean, I don't. I don't really. I, I got I got shit to back this up. If you're trying to argue with me about no, it, I don't really care about that. Like no, I don't enough. like you know what I mean. Like I just don't care about Derek Carr, so I don't really pay attention to what he does. I think it's important. To I enjoy watching Baker chemistry. Mayfield play. Yeah, like I want their team chemistry to be bad, so I just don't care yeah, about him. Fair enough. Um, which probably makes her a bad segment, but whatever. I am excited to yeah, see. I was talking shit with the Browns. I am excited. <laughs> that was good. I, I'm excited just to see inside of some of these Raiders like heads, like especially Gruden. I want Mark Davis. Honestly, I think I would be a get, little bit. Can we get a Mark Davis going to PF Chang's segment? That would be awesome. <laughs> He's the he's the Raiders Mark owner. Davis just meeting regular fans out. Because what he, I was going to say was... he goes to P.F. Chang's like twice a week. What? Yeah. It's his favorite restaurant. Anyways, I was really excited to see Raiders fans. And I know it won't be as oh. focused, but that mixes the best of both worlds. We just need a P.F. Chang's docuseries okay, yeah. with him and fans. It's going to be a lot of flat build, tight chin straps... Jorts. One through four, we get a background of him. Three, the most important fans. Two episodes of, you know, some follow-up during the season. I'm excited. Book yeah. it for an Emmy. Yeah. Guaranteed. Unlike Game of Thrones, who submitted episode six for an Emmy. Did they? Yeah. Did you not see that? Episode no. two, if anything, maybe three deserves it. Well, I mean, three, just the cinematography. and you It know, was a writing Emmy. Which makes it a little bit more idiotic, but oh, still. Jesus. Like three for like an editing, like film editing on episode three. Oh, oh I, 100% I deserves an Emmy. episode three, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's all that. Uh, I just wanted to wrap with World Cup, our women's team. Sure, go ahead. Abs- I don't have anything. Absolutely butt-fucked Thailand. 13 nothing. There were announcers. That's actually illegal there, so I don't think that happened. Oh, okay. Um, there were announcers, or I guess people who cover U.S. women's soccer, who were bitching about them celebrating on like the you know like ninth, tenth, eleventh, twelfth, and thirteenth goal. <laughs> and it's like, I honestly like okay, yeah, I understand you don't want to be too cocky or whatever, like, but literally, fuck off. These girls, these ladies, have been waiting for four years. And we're the best in the world at it. I'm on that. I'm on that. We are the best in the world at it. Women's soccer. Like go a, off a little bit more. Like why not? Why not show off? Like they people countries can't say shit to us. We have there's a 13 year old who is skipping so much of her life to go on this scholarships, team yeah, just to be a part of this team because she knows it's that important and that big of a deal. And they're let that good. them fucking celebrate. I have been in front of them and watched them play. They're awesome. Good. They are unbelievably. Here's the thing. I'm not a soccer fan. I can watch it every once in a while, but they are one of the people who really make it interesting because not only do they have great personalities on the pitch, but they also have everyone who is just given their fucking all every second. Their chemistry is insane. They're able to be exciting while watching soccer and that's a skill that not everyone has like that's why the big names are big names i'm all about this if like women's world cup fucking go off because the thing is is we should be just as excited about that as we are for men's because it is just as much of a big deal if we're talking day in and day out play 
I don't necessarily have that same opinion because I don't think the quality of game is, you know, to the extent of some other sports. Yeah, but this is another thing that I was thinking about earlier. Did anybody ever yell at Michael Phelps for celebrating after he won a, you know, an Olympic prelim by they a go, bunch? Hey, I got G's for ten dollars. Like after, well, that maybe. Um, but like, if he like slaps the water after he just smoked something and set a world record, they weren't like, "Quit showing off, Michael Phelps. You're because it's the Olympics, and it, it's like this is the World Cup. It's a, it's just as much of a big deal." Oh, a hundred percent. I am all about that. And World Cup is one of the few soccer things that I like will pay attention to. Me too. I mean, I think regulation is just the most beautiful thing in sports, but that's a huge other topic. Relegation. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so that was talking soccer. Yeah. We're pretty in I, I didn't want to get too into it. Yeah. But we're we're passionate. We know there's a lot of US women's team that listen. I'm more passionate we're, we about, care about you. US women's soccer than any other form of soccer. Me too. Yeah. Hundred percent. Hope solo. I'm not a fan of you, but I see you. I love you. Yeah. So let's let's wrap with fake takes. Go ahead, King. So I'll I'll start it. Actually, let me stop you just because I have four. Okay. <laughs> so you start it. Yeah, I'm pulling it up. So Devin Courant to start game six for the Warriors. Oh, so you <laughs> faked it. Fake take. Okay. Warriors down 3-2 in finals in their fifth straight finals against the Cavs. <laughs> <laughs> kind of goes against my take because the Warriors just offered LeBron James a 10-day contract for the remainder of the mm. finals. That I mean, You got to call in the fucking boogeyman. Um, let's see. Axe body spray and Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man, reel it in. <laughs> you good? Yeah. Okay. Axe body spray and Xbox have done a collab on a gamer deodorant that you can only buy with your parents' credit card. Nice. Love it. Tyreek Hill stays undefeated, beating child abuse charges this weekend. In unrelated news, Tyreek says the kids are at his mom's. Mm. That cuts deep. So I got my last one. With KD's injury confirmed, Toronto has announced that Drake will start in Game (laughs) 6 for the Raptors. A reporter tears Kyrie's world apart this weekend with one simple question. What shape did the aliens say the world was? Oh, damn. Oh, damn. That was a good one. That was a lot of thought. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. With that, we're going to wrap episode 21. Please keep, apply for our internship. Yeah, keep in mind there is an internship available. Uh, contact us at sneakyathleticpod at gmail.com. Um, you know, send us a resume, send us a cover letter. If you're interested, you're big on that cover letter, huh? I, the cover letter is what's going to sell me. Is it? Yeah. Cause I am, I'm telling you, I'm about personal people and I'm not about ugly people cause they're not that personable. Send us a cover letter with a, with a fucking header mission statement. I want all of it with a, with a headshot. Bring it gang. All right, guys. Q and a next episode. If if y'all can push the stuff out, here's the thing is we can't do it unless there's enough. All right. Keep that in mind.
Love you guys. Sneaky Athletic.